All right. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Be Warned podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Rhea, and today Brittany has questions again. Okay, you have to pick an option. Okay. Options I give you. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Would you prefer spending time in solitude or having like being around large groups of people? Do you have like how long I have to spend time with either myself or people? <laughs> Do you have a time frame? Like I need a. What a good question to that question. That's such a you response. No, I do not. But if you had to pick at any point, would you prefer to be by yourself or prefer to be with people? There's so many layers to that question. Well, okay. Um, probably by myself. Okay. All right. To and to a certain extent, and then I'll need people. Like it, that's why I asked about like a time frame, like how long, like a week, like a month, a year. Just at any given point, would you prefer? I would you say I want to be by myself, or I'd rather be around people? Oh, at any given point, I feel like I would rather be by myself. Okay. Would you avoid being the center of attention, or do you invo- uh, enjoy being the center of attention? So, <laughs> in general. I probably avoid it, but it also depends on who's in the group of people you're talking about, too. Okay. Okay. Do you think before you speak, or do you think out loud? I think before I speak. <laughs> what is this? Is this like a BuzzFeed oh, quiz? That you're just like... <laughs> I will give you a preface. I just want to know your thoughts are. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you value close one-on-one relationships, or do you like to be in larger groups? Um, one-on-one. Do you need time alone? There's only a couple more. Just chill. Do you okay. need time alone to recharge and reflect, or do you gain energy from being around other people? Um, I think generally the first one. Okay. Uh, do you prefer working in quiet, independent environments, or thrive in a team-oriented and open work setting? I'm trying to think at work. Um, I think. I would rather work with people around me, I think. Yeah, like an open open work setting. Okay. Are you deeply focused and think about your specific interests, interests or do you make quick decisions? Oh, I think. I don't make quick decisions, I don't think. Are you, do people oftentimes tell you that you're like reserved or quiet or do people tell you that you're in go, outgoing or enthusiastic or positive? The first one. <laughs> Okay, so here's why I was thinking about this. So, Did you give me like the Myers Briggs like? <laughs> no, no, it's not that, and it's not that intense, but it does have to do with like that down that line. So I was thinking to myself the other day, like I am out and around so many people all the time. Yeah. And like uh, somebody was, somebody was, somebody was reaching out to me about something, and I was just like, oh, I can't deal with this right now. And then I thought to myself about like when I like to communicate with people. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like, so like when I'm really overworked or I feel like there's a lot going on, I don't like to be on my phone. I don't like to be on the computer. I don't want, I don't want to interact with people ever, period. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking a lot about that. And I was like, I, my personality traits confuse me. And I feel like confuse other people because when I get like that, people don't expect me to be that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I was like, I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, do you really enjoy being around people or do you 
is being around people a part of like your work? Like, is it a work? Like for me, you're asking me or are you yeah, like- I'll be asking myself this question, but I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, so I'm very client facing, so same, like I have to be around people and like know how to communicate around people. And it's bled into my personal life, but not to like that, except where like, I would love to be around people 24 seven, you know, yeah. like, um, so, I mean, I think it depends on the day too. Cause like I did take the Myers-Briggs test for work. Hmm. The other, I mean, this changes every so often, like this test or whatever, but I actually tested as an extrovert than an introvert, but only very slightly yeah. where it was like, here's like the middle. And I was like, two points to like extroverts or really I'm just like right in the middle yeah um so I can see being around people like it does give me like I am happy around people but then well, I want to say like 75% of the time like I just want to be alone <laughs> yes okay you know? so, I was like reading more about like the because I was thinking to myself I have very introverted tendencies but I'm often considered an extrovert yeah yeah so I was thinking about like this whole, like the concept of like, there's a word for it called ambi- Amni- Amnivert? Being an Where you like both? Yeah. And I was just thinking, about, and it was so interesting because it makes it so complicated because when you put yourself out there, like when you, when people get off vibes that you're extroverted, people start to have expectations of you being extroverted. And then like on the inside, you're like, okay, I want to be away from everybody and I'm super introverted and I don't want things like it's so interesting and like socially I can be extroverted but at the same time even in social settings it depends on who like, like you said like it depends yeah. who it is like I'm yeah. not the kind of person who's gonna like put myself out there to be like in a in a normal situation I'm not the kind of person who's gonna put myself out there to be like oh hi like really like a like in the center yeah yeah but if I if it's a situation where I'm like I'm at like it's a job or like I, I need to do that's completely different like I have yeah. no problem doing it right it's completely different yeah and it's so interesting because I, I again like you said too I'm definitely the same way or it's like if it's a certain amount of people like yeah I have no problem but like the second it gets to be too loud like I need to go home and sit in the dark and like just sit in my bed for a little while Mm -hmm. interesting to me how I was like especially the times when I feel like I'm working a lot or I'm doing a lot yeah how that changes like how those personalities change and how you like yeah. on the gamut of being like you can be both and you get the benefits of sometimes of both but then it's hard if like you there's a precedence and expectation of you being act like extroverted because if you're known as an introvert then people don't expect anything from you does that make right, sense which is yeah no and which is why when we so this I'm just taking the Myers-Briggs thing because I did it for work and like everyone was surprised that I got extroverted. Yeah. Because I, at work I am. So like when I was answering those questions for work, I was thinking in my work personality as right. opposed to like my personality, like, like personally, like outside of work. Yeah. Um, Cause for work, like, <laughs> duh, like I have to, and it's like not a big deal because like, I don't take home work with me. Like I just leave my work self at work. Right. Such a different person then um but then personally like I don't like I would rather I'm such a homebody like I don't want to be <laughs> with large groups of people or if it's like a group of people it's like less than like 10 you know like because then every like over 10 like I just feel so drained <laughs> yeah I honestly don't even think like there are times when I literally don't even want like I don't even want to be one-on-one -on -one with people like I literally have to be at two 
now like the more that I like in the summer and how like crazy everything is I literally have my days where I'm like I don't I can't talk to anybody or like I don't want to have to talk to anybody unless I have to and then like I'll have days where like I feel like I feel like I'm like recharged and I feel like I'm in a good spot and I'm like okay let me call all these people and see what they're doing when I was going through this yeah I prefer to be by myself I can't yeah, my preference would be by myself yeah I don't I don't want to be around people yeah. Uh, like the, I constantly think everything out loud. Ask Dan. Like everything that I. Yeah. Think, that I, hasn't changed. I'm sure. But I also, at the end of the day, don't think that counts because sometimes I'm literally just talking to myself. Like that's literally just how I process information. <laughs> sometimes just, you know, the older the older I get, the more I. I don't know if I talk out loud to myself. I, I a little bit. Like the older I get, the more I actually physically talk to myself out loud, just because that's how I process shit better now. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Um, I was like, I don't think that's a good, I was like, oh, this is, makes it more complicated. And like, yeah. I definitely value one on, like the work that I do definitely makes that clear. Like I definitely value one on one. And I a hundred percent cannot be around large groups of people without needing to like go home and be in the quiet afterwards. Like, like and I, also, yeah. And also like, if it's a large group of people, like I need to know at least one person. <laughs> right. But I also feel like I was noticing my tendencies too. When I, so working at like working at this camp is one of the only times that I work with people like um, with people. like I have colleagues like I don't normally oh, oh, that during yeah, the year. Yeah. at least early not more than like one or two mm-hmm. so and it's not often that I'm having engaged interactions with more than one person ever so like I was thinking about that I was like I had a good interaction with like a bunch of people that I work with I guess it's different too because it doesn't like it doesn't necessarily feel like a job like it's not like super high intense but um, I was like having, and I was like, you like you feed off of other people's energy, which is nice. But then after a while, you're like, oh God, I need to be fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have that like drained sense. Yeah. Whenever I come home from work, I'm like, I need to yeah. sit on my couch for like a couple hours. Yeah. And I like how you like, you kind of hesitated on the one of like, do you work like team oriented open, open work setting or like quiet independent environments? I feel like I'd rather be by myself, but like when I... I like to do the work on my own, but like when I go to like a library or like when I'm around other people who are also doing something, like yeah. it just makes you feel better about doing something. Right. Which is so hard for me, which is why it was so hard for me to adjust to working from home. Cause like just yeah. being around my coworkers, like even though we have separate cubes and like, you know, walls between each other or whatever, but it's the environment that I need to like get shit done because yeah. we're all doing the same thing. And if I'm stuck on something, I literally just talk out loud and someone will respond to like the question that I have and we do it all the time. So it's like, so I would rather work that way than like independently. Like I'll get my work done independently, obviously, but yeah, it's like that interdependent environment kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Like I agree with you on everything else. Like I, and that's what always, that's where I, I run into issues because I'm always seen as super outgoing and super enthusiastic and super positive, but like, what goes on, we've had this conversation too, like what goes on inside and what is actually happening is not at all that. It's never, no, I mean, yeah. So I thought it was exactly. super interesting, like the the whole concept of like personality types and like all of the, I just feel like, I feel like, do I know people who are super introverted? Totally. Do I know people who are super extroverted? Totally. But I think it's so interesting how the personalities are very situational and like the yeah, le- that's why I asked in the beginning I was like how long are you talking about like with yeah. being alone or not yeah and like the level of expectation that is put off of what people see your personality as 
Right. It's because other, it's all perception. Like, I feel like a majority of people know me as introverted, but the people that actually know me know that I can probably just keep talking if I wanted to and just, like, be an extrovert if need be, but yeah, um, I think it's all just perception. And yeah. your first impression on people, too. Like, that yeah. usually lasts forever. Yeah, unless you get to know them better. Like, you know, yeah. you only know what you know of people. And then, like, that. And But, yeah, like I said, I feel like it just makes it so tricky and so complicated to maneuver. Because then I, that was, I feel like I always used to have to explain myself so much when I would, like, switch from, like, the being really outgoing to, like, not being really outgoing. And then I always, I always, always get assault, like, a ton of, like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? I know. <laughs> I'm you not, you hate that. that like that expectation and then like that just makes me mad. <laughs> I don't blame you because it's like yeah I'm fine like now I'm mad like now I'm not okay <laughs> now I'm not okay when people ask if I'm okay if I'm super quiet because okay because that happens with me with my family too when I'm like super super quiet but that's just me trying to recharge and then I got super mad I'm like yeah I'm fine but like now like now that you brought it up like now I'm not <laughs> like Man, like that's such a weird yeah, because it all, it all depends on who you're with, honestly, because if, if I'm with my family and, like, out, like, I have to be extroverted just because, like, that's just how it is, like, I'm the oldest of, like, the three kids, like, my parents are immigrants and, you know, whatever, um, so then when I get super quiet, they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm fine, like, I've been just talking all day for you guys, so it's like, just let me be, and then depending on the friend group I'm in, like, I don't have to be extroverted, so, like, I'll be in the background. And like that'll be, and that's great because then I don't have to recharge in the middle of me sitting with them, you know. Yeah. So it's all dependent on who you're with. I feel like. Oh yeah, and then you get into like the places. Some of the places that I had to learn like the most about how introverted I truly was when I was when I was around people who were very clearly extroverted. It's so tiring. It's so so tiring. You're like oh god. I'm just like I can't talk anymore. Like, can you? That's why I think I value, like, and then, I, again, it like, can be the same way, too, when you're around people who are way more introverted. That's when I, like, okay, I how switch. Do I, I'm like, all right, I have to be. Yeah, like, how do I, how do I, but it's, like, good to find that balance of, like, knowing. But I guess I, there can be, there can be, like, trouble, some, like, waters on either side, right, when you're, if you're somebody who is kind of on the middle and can go both ways, like, mm-hmm if you're around somebody who's consistently extroverted, like, you feel drained, but then if you're around somebody who's more consistently introverted, and, like, you're also drained, does want to be able to, like, talk, and, like, have conversation, and, like, it's also draining, because then you're just, like, trying to carry the whole, like, day, or however long you have, like, time period with them. Yeah, and you also have to, like, adjust to that. Right. That becomes really difficult, too, because then you literally just have to be there, and, like, in it. I have a tendency to go towards introverted people, same. I mean, it's easy. I feel like for me, it's just easier. <laughs> right. And like friend groups. And then I have some of those, like I have friends who are more extroverted and after a while I'm like, Ooh, like, you need a break from them. If you're truly yeah. an introvert, like, and it's not, be, I mean, it's partly because of them, but it's also like, it's just, you have to take oh, care yeah. of yourself too. Like, it's like, it's like, if you know, you're hanging out with them, like over the weekend, you're like, okay, shit. Like I don't have, I can't do anything else like for the next week. <laughs> and also like with, like being introverted or extroverted or whatever I it like changes every so often I feel like oh, like yeah. your your personality doesn't it's not a set thing yeah but I, I feel like everything else we try to make it something set so we can understand it better 
Yeah, I mean, that's with life, right? The only kind of finales that are super set are attached to these. Oh my god. Because <laughs> they don't have the capability to do feel anything else. <laughs> I mean, like, their brains can only handle so much. They're very instinctive and responsive. Like, you know what their, like, personality is. You know what I mean? Yeah, agreed. Animals have very, like, specific personalities. Sit- like, situationally, there's only, like, so-, so many boxes you can check. Humans are too complicated. Yeah, humans are just too complicated. And yeah. also, like, as complicated as we are, like, we don't even use our full brain potential. <laughs> nope. Well, if we, we wouldn't try to box every- everything about us up. Mm, right. Like, allow it and appreciate it and celebrate it instead of mm-hmm. just, like... Oh, you fit in this box. Oh, you don't fit in this box. Have you taken the Myers-Briggs test? A long time. The one that tells you, like, the letters. And the yeah, next- E, whatever. Yes, but I couldn't tell you what I was. I took it back in college during when we were taking psych classes. Okay, so I know for me, and this was two years ago, maybe? So it might have changed. I might have to, like, retake it just for my own whatever, no knowledge. But I think when I tested, it was E, which is extrovert. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the letters? I know the last one is J, which is like judging, but like not. I had a T in mind. What is T? Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's either E I, which is basically extrovert introvert. S N, which is sensing or intuition. T F, which is thinking or feeling, and then J and P, which is judging and perceiving. So when I tested, I got. When I tested, I got, I think it was E-S-F-J, which is extrovert, sensing, feeling, and then judging. So the first one, the first one is obviously the latter end. (laughs) What? (laughs) I think I was literally the all opposite of you at the latter end of that, but okay. (laughs) So E, I mean, the first one is your, like how you, I think it's like how you receive and direct your energy, like you're an extrovert or an introvert, something like that. Huh. And then, hold on, I'm on the website. And then the second, like, S and N, sensing your intuition, is how you take in information. Mm. And then the third one, thinking your feeling, is how you come to conclusions Mm. and how you decide things. And then the last one, which is judging or perceiving, is how you approach the outside world, is what it says. Again, it's so hard to fit, because I can think about what I think I would be, but then, like, it's all the questions are so, like, they ask you situational-based questions, too, so it's like, uh... And which is why this always, this always changes, because, like, it, depending on your situation, like, personally, like, you're going to answer these completely different. Yeah, that's very true. Like, probably, like, us in high school won't be the same personality traits as, like, us right now. I would hope not. <coughs> I hope not either. <laughs> oh, man. But it's also interesting, too, when I look at, like, my family members, and, like, over the years, I've tried, like, to connect how, like, what personality, like, traits I got from, like, my parents, mm-hmm. from different members of my family, and, like, see where, like, yeah. their juxtaposition, or, like, why I would be the way that I am, and mm-hmm. it's all, like, that's the question, too, like, the personality that you have, how much of it is tied into, like, nature and nurture? Right. <laughs> that whole thing <laughs> yes that. and like I'm sure it's like a lot of both yeah but like it just it uh, I don't know it makes me personal. that's a whole that's a whole yeah, study. study psychology because I thought it was so interesting like the way that like the mind is developed is just so very cool and like 
is it like you're 25 when you're when you hit 25 that's when your brain is fully developed or something yeah like that that. that's when like technically the end of your adolescence would be 23 right which i mean which is crazy when like 21 year olds like make big decisions in their lives i'm like you're a baby still you're no major decisions being made until you're 25. I can't even make decisions now, so it really doesn't matter. Which is what made me either. that question too, because I was like, are you really decisive or do you have to think about things? And then I think about things and then I end up in that cycle and then I can't make a decision. That's overthinking. That's like too much information. Like that's, there's a fine line between thinking and then you overthink. <laughs> yep, there's a fine line. But no one ever like, that's like part of the downfall, like being in the, the society that we're in that's like an influx of information because then you get so much yeah. information and you're like, how do I it's like yeah it's like the simplest things too sometimes when you're like trying to buy I don't know like let's just say a treadmill just because I can see my treadmill from behind you're like people overthink buying like shit like that because there's so many reviews on like Amazon and like different sources that you're like now I don't know if I want to try them out because like now it's a waste of money or like you know this has more reviews than this one but this one looks better. like it's so too much information yep it's sometimes yeah so generally I like to think before I act but when it comes to like certain things like buying something, I'm, I'm just like, all right, like I'm not gonna overthink it. Yeah, no, yep, I get stuck down all that stuff. I'm not, when it comes to like, when it comes to, when it comes to that type of stuff, I have to think about it a lot. Like, some things I'm really good at like going with my gut on, but other mm-hmm. things I'm like, eh, I wanna see. Because I, I have this like, I come from this sense of like, I want to learn more before I make the decision. It's like when you leave the water running and you like forget and then it's too late. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> like I couldn't even decide at first, I couldn't even decide on what therapist I wanted to see because of that. Like that was an issue I actually had. So you know what's funny? I just just like <laughs> with that. I couldn't because I you like I literally have I dive into this hole of like how is this gonna affect my week? How's this gonna affect the rest of my life? Blah, 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 blah. Like and I just that's why you just reach out to a place and you're like, I'm available every week at like this. Can you just find someone and you just like, let it be. Yeah. Nope. There are some things that I'm just like, I just need to just do it and then it'll just happen. Yeah. And it dep- I, it's just meh. I guess I play, I place too, there are some, there are some things that I place too much precedence on that I don't have to place precedence on. Right. And is that like, and is that like nature nurture again? Like, is that? <laughs> Probably probably it's not I feel like it's there's a difference between I'm I also I can feel the difference between like when my gut is telling me something when my head is telling me something you know I haven't figured that out (laughs) I just kind of don't flow with some things but then other things I'm like I need to plan this out I guess I don't I maybe guts like the wrong word I don't think it's my gut that tells me I feel like it's more like in here that like my chest me. (laughs) yeah like literally but like not to be like cliche but like yeah, like, when something's in my head, I usually can, like, pull myself out of it and be like, okay, mm-hmm. like, this isn't you saying this, it's, like, all of the crap that's in your mind saying this, like, you gotta chill out, but, like, when something's in, like, when I really, truly feel it, like, something, it's different. Yeah, I don't know if I have that, I don't know if there's something wrong with me, because, like, I have no. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, so, like, <clears throat> when you get, like, a craving for, like, a food, like, say there's something that you yeah. really want, and there's, like, a craving for a food that you want. Where does your craving come from? My head. I don't know. <laughs> does it? I think everything just filters through here, honestly. Okay, here's a like super weird example. 
Most yeah. nights, I can't figure out what I want for dinner. Okay, fair, yeah. And just, like, laughed under his breath behind me because he knows it's true. <laughs> I can't figure out what we're having for dinner. But when I have a crave, like, if I, like, if I'm thinking about something and I have a craving for something, like, I will give a response, like, I know what I want. Yeah. Without, like, it doesn't come from here. It comes from, like, somewhere else. It's super weird. Like, this is- Oh, all- no, that makes sense. Sometimes when people ask me things, I just, like, food-wise, like, if, yeah, like, just taking that example, like, yeah, I'll just have an immediate response sometimes, or I'll just say, yeah. I don't know. What like, my immediate response? I feel like my immediate response, yeah, I guess, because it doesn't come from here, it just- it's just, yeah, like, you can't, like, there's nothing, nothing in here can get in the way. Like, it just has yeah, there's coming from somewhere else. Like, brain's empty, but I said a thing, so. Right, right. <laughs> Which is, like, the only time when I'm, like, okay, like, I'm actually listening to myself or who's listening to what's happening in my head. So, like, that's, mm-hmm. like, I try to, like, challenge myself when I have to make a decision and I don't want to make a decision or, like, I can tell that, like, a, an important choice is coming up. I'll just be, like, okay, what's your instinct? Like, what's your first response to doing it? And then, like, then yeah. it's a bigger decision. I let my, let my brain get involved a little bit and the way out the pros and cons. And then I'm like, okay, you can do this. So my therapist was, so I, you know this, but I stopped therapy two or three weeks ago now. Like I had my last session two or three weeks ago. I can't remember now. And just having that decision of not to go anymore. Cause I like learned enough for right now. Um, I had an inkling, like, I didn't know if that was right thing or not, but my therapist said a really good thing during that, um, last session. He was like, if you have an inkling, like, that's already your answer. Like, your, your gut feeling that, like, if you wanted to stop this, like, even if it is, like, a, like, a just small thing in the back of your head saying that, like, all right, I think you're good, and, like, you want to stop therapy, like, then you already know the answer. Yep. <laughs> so, that's, like, yeah. So, like, even with, like, big decisions that I have to make now or, like, just, like, daily things, I'm, like, if I have an inkling, like, if something comes to mind first and I'm, like, there's, like, a nagging feeling, I'm, like, that's probably the right answer. Yep. So, that may be, like, my gut feeling. <laughs> yeah, that's totally intuition. But yeah. also, yeah. But also, like, it comes from up here, though. Like, I don't feel it anywhere else is what I'm trying to say, probably. So, whatever. I'm weird. You're fine. Like, you're not weird. Uh, my swirlies also come from here. Did I ever tell you about my swirlies? No. <laughs> what is that? So when I (laughs) get, like, really angry or, like, feeling towards somebody that's, like, not pleasant, it's, like, I feel like Iron Man. (laughs) Okay, it's, like, right here. (laughs) Like, like the little pew. I get, like, swirlies in my chest, and I literally, like, feel myself, like, shoot something. (laughs) Is that just your anxiety? Because my anxiety rests right here. Like my all my negative, uh, my negativity like is over here, like in my chest. I can feel it or my stomach. Yeah, mine's my tum tum too. <laughs> I just think that I call them my swirlies, and I used to think that I was the only person that ever got them because I started getting them a lot more when I was in college. And yeah. then I met a woman who was like a she's she's a massage therapist, mm-hmm. like also super into Reiki practices and everything. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to me, she, something happened with like somebody who was a, like a client when I was managing the wellness, uh, like the wellness center. And she was like, oh my God, that guy, like, that guy gave me such feelings. And I was like, what do you, wait, I was like, can you elaborate what you're talking about right now? <laughs> about it. And she, I was like, I call them swirly. I don't remember what she said she calls it, but she said like, she feels the same thing. And like, she feels herself yeah. radiate something like negative. <laughs> I was just talking to Dan the other, like, I wasn't, because I wasn't feeling good about my stomach, I was, like, worried about, like, getting a fever, and yeah. I, was, like, I was starting to get, like, achy and painy in my shoulders, and I was, like, oh, God, I was, like, where do you, like, we were having a conversation about, like, where do you feel a fever? 
Oh. Yeah, I was like, I feel mine everywhere. And I was like, I always feel mine like right across the back of my shoulders. I feel like when <laughs> when I get a fever, I get it like I can feel it in my throat. Oh. When I know I, I when I know I'm getting sick or I'm, you know, whatever, like I can feel it in my throat. Oh. And like my head. It's like from my throat up. Oh, this is oh, this is why you need to read that book that I was telling you about. Of the uh, book because it literally talks about how like your ailments are connected to like the different experiences that you have and stuff. so interesting um but yeah going back to like feeling your anxiety everywhere like mental illness is so physical it's so annoying yeah oh yeah it's more physical illness than it is anything else like it's whole body illness <laughs> it's so annoying it's fucking it's it's annoying it's literally what it is like i told you that's literally my tongue issues that's literally where my tongue issues came from i can see that i can i mean because it does rest in certain areas of your body. It has to go somewhere. Huh? It has to go somewhere. Like, when you take well, yeah. pain and it doesn't feel comfortable, like, it has to, like, the, like, we you brought up last week, like, the energies, like, your body is literally made of energies. It's how, I understand that people don't want to believe in it. I get it. But, like, you don't function. Like, like you wouldn't function without it. Like, I just, right. it has to come from, like, it has to be somewhere in there or you wouldn't move. Like, otherwise, you'd be a statue. Like, you have to have energies in your body. I mean, how else would we, yeah, function? If your entire neurological system is all energies. Like it's, it's, all, it's like electricity. <laughs> the fact that people don't believe that as a thing baffles my mind. I was like, you look really mad. <laughs> I can feel that you're like mad that people don't understand this. Yeah, until my ears start getting red. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just bad. It's like, at this point, I feel like it's arguing that the earth is flat and there are still people who do that. So it's like, I give up. And you watched, there's a documentary on Netflix about flat earthers. What? It's going to make me mad? Absolutely not. No, it's not going to make, it's going to make you laugh. It's so laughable. Behind the curve, beyond the curve. It's on Netflix. It's like maybe an hour long. It's so funny because you can't believe these people are like existing (laughs) because they bring in, it's centered around this guy that believes in like the flat earth theory and like they go, they have like a big flat earth convention at the end of this documentary, but they couple it with scientists and like their opinions on the flat earthers and like how come um, kind of like they can see why they exist or whatever, like these people exist, but like also like it doesn't make sense to them. You have to watch it. (laughs) Again, another reason why I don't understand why people like don't believe in science. I just don't (laughs) <laughs> I don't understand the world. I really do not. There are certain things that I'm like, meh, like give or yeah. give, whatever. Like I'll take it or leave it. I also feel like it makes it harder that like the whole what actually is considered science is like super muddled down right now. Um, and like like mm-hmm. within like the areas of body science, like there's a lot of information out there that's super false and like weight loss and stuff like that and nutrition. And like I can understand like people are skeptical of like that kind of stuff, but like natural sciences and like planetary like I just like like the things that we can see right the things that like I understand like I I get the whole like I need proof I need to see with my own eyes like not one thing like separating church and state with faith and science like fine but yeah there are some things that you just can't disprove like they the flat earthers I think what do they do it was like the funniest thing oh there were um, someone was like, what if you just, like, did someone find the edge of the earth? Like, like, did someone actually go to the edge of whatever your earth 
diagram is and like go out there and see if it like just stops and one of them I think answered was like well we don't want to go out there because what if it's false like what if we're <laughs> what if we're wrong and I'm like but wait <laughs> like that doesn't make sense like it's so funny <laughs> like it makes no sense to me <laughs> so I again but this again this is <clears throat> not a believer of science at that point because like that's the whole point of like mm -hmm. no they just want to dismantle um everything is what it is it's like i think um on the documentary they explain like if someone's a flat earther they probably believe in every single conspiracy theory that's out there like oh, they just well, wanted to disprove everything like that's where their mind is i have those days too but like i've never had those days to want to be like hey i believe the earth is flat now Right, like that's like the ultimate. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're you're you just have to. You are kidding yourself. Like, you have to really be like disillusioned to you. Yeah, something must have happened to you that you're just like I don't believe in anything. <laughs> Lightly like hysterical. Yeah, but you should watch it. I'm just saying it'll be a good laugh. It's not you're not gonna hate anyone. It's just so funny. I don't trust that because I feel like I'll get in. I'm the person who will get annoyed by other people's. Is Dan over there? Let him watch it first and then you can watch it. <laughs> yeah, Dan, uh, Dan's not gonna get it. <laughs> Something about the Flat Earth Society. I got you watch documentaries on Netflix. <laughs> I got an app face from him. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Got it. I, so, yeah, I got it. It's, I feel like the hard. I feel like it'd be different if we. If I didn't deal with so many people who flat out just like dis show disbelief or like in actual science on a daily basis, then I would probably be more down to to deal with it instead of having people be like, no, like I don't, I just, I don't know. Do you know a lot of people that like hate science? No, it's just that like I, I don't believe in science. The like the understandings of the body that I have. Oh, people are misinformed, and like when people don't. And, like, I'm going to sound a little arrogant when I say this, but, like, the, if something's wrong with you, you would think that you would want to, like, know what's wrong with you, right? Yeah. Or, well, like, think. understand what's going on. And, like, people can be very just, like, oh, I blame it on that. Instead of actually, like, figuring out, like, there is a reason there's a science to support what's going on and you're, like, and, like, instead of actually doing that. So I feel like I'm, like, super jaded to, like, people who are, just like don't want to do anything to help themselves or like be more informed i mean this goes back to i feel like we say this every every time the american culture of like not really giving fuck but you know, kind of but like giving too much of a fuck about wrong reasons or wrong and wrong things yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah one would think that you would want to know what's wrong with your body but i feel like the fear of knowing and then the fear of it it's kind of like the flat earthers like the fear of knowing if you're right or wrong and then what if you're wrong? Or like, what all if comes like- comes back to the insignificant, like the fear of death and the insignificance of life. Did right. I it, it all- Was this last time? Um, what, death? Like death and the insignificance of life. We had this conversation. We've had this conversation spread. All stupidity ever comes back to that, I feel like. All- It all, it, uh, yeah, it all comes back to the unknown and uncertainty of what happens when you die. <laughs> yeah, all of that. Which why religion is a thing. Yeah, to give people some- was I just was I watching something how people like need the hope and like we we latch on to like whatever sense of hope we can have yeah with whatever usually or, like disillusioned form it might take sometimes we still like like over over our like righteous like actual thought like capable functioning thought we choose to have hope 
even in things that seem misguided. Faith and hope are like a good thing, but can also be like a dangerous thing. Right, because then you get like the um, the people that like read the Bible, like super like into every detail of every like minor sentence. Like they, you get too disillusioned and too just too into that shit, and then you forget reality. Yeah, you're like blinded by it. I think that was part of the reason why. I also I mean I had some bad interactions with people who were really religious, but like I feel like that's. I am so into having a sense of groundedness over having a sense of like having hope first, like, you know, not having hope, but like having faith in something. Right. You still want to have hope in something, but like not having yeah. overpower. Yes. Overpower everything. It, this, all of the, everything we're talking about today is making me realize how like very jaded I am by things, like by like the world, like how like skeptical I get of things and how like. How you overthink now. Yeah, like there yeah, but that's just like I mean your upbringing didn't help. Yeah, your upbringing in especially in the religious aspect didn't help. <laughs> yeah, I mean with Catholicism, like I feel like it's the fear of God is how is how that works when you're young. It's like you're you're fearful of God and like yeah. being a sinner and like going to hell and like all that stuff. See, but here's my issue with this. I don't think, so now when I look back at, like, myself being a teenager and, like, being a kid and, like, just kid and kids nowadays, I feel like it's good to have fear in something, to be afraid of something. Like, to the point where, like, for me at least, like, I'm so just rattling, just, like, it's just, like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a line with that, too. There's a fine, and, like, I went to Catholic school, so, like. And I feel like this, this is relevant to everything. I feel like. Like, a crippling fear is not fun. And, like, that's where anxiety stems from. So, like, welcome to Marie and I, my life. But, <laughs> like... A healthy sense of fear of, like... Right, having enough. something to, like... Being afraid of consequences isn't a bad thing. And I think... But I, you can't be reckless. Like, kids can't be reckless, because then you're going right. to die or something. I think all the time when I see children now, because I'm like, you're not afraid of anything, and you literally don't care about consequences. Like... No. And, like, you should... Because then when they become teenagers and, like, young adults, like... The whole invincibility concept that like everyone because like even I went through that I'm like I'm young like nothing's gonna happen to me but like something will like right but then couple that with like my crippling fear of like dying like I okay I was like all right like I'm not gonna do anything even though I think I'm invincible but if a kid doesn't have a crippling crippling fear of something or just a fear of something like well yeah they literally don't care like there has to be some type of consequence like there has right I feel like for me I was always there were figures that were put in as fear, like fear figures. And then I was always afraid of what the consequences would be. And then I would overly focus on the consequence. And that's when I would have anxiety. Like, so like there's, there's that, which is like, not okay. Cause then you're focused on the wrong thing. Yeah. But like having like the boundary set up as to saying, like, if you go outside of this boundary, there'll be a consequence. Like that mm-hmm. made me such like a, try to be like such a, like a, don't break the rules. Like don't do anything mm-hmm. bad because this is what the consequences are. Like, I didn't, it made me question too, like, I don't think I didn't do bad stuff because I didn't want to. I just maybe didn't do bad stuff because I was afraid it would break a rule. And then when I started to get rebellious, then I was like, yeah. okay, nothing happens when I break the rules. Now I'm going to break more rules. And then that just becomes more right. of an issue. That's just, that's just too, then that just becomes too much. Then you're like, oh, I can do things. And like, the consequence isn't as bad as I thought. 
but then you're still left with your your anxiety from when you were younger right and then on top of that it became an issue too where I started keeping secrets about how like I wasn't breaking rules but I was and then that which is so toxic it's like like, my trust issues so (laughs) just laying it all out there just laying it all out there like that's that was the stem of my adolescence right there like you you have such intense fears like you're so afraid of bad consequences then you start to learn that you can like push boundaries yeah and then you start to realize there are no consequences and then you start to test those boundaries then because you're doing that but you're also putting up a front about not doing that you have to start lying about the fact that you're not doing that and you have a lot going it's on a lot. it just becomes a lot because then you only know what you did and like no one else right. knows and then but you're then just you like don't trust yourself like this is what my my issue was i didn't trust myself to make good decisions at that point because i was so like influxed by like not making good decisions at one point, or at some point, you become <laughs> X. Because <laughs> at some point, you become like within all that, you just become so I don't know if it's like numb to like what you're doing, and then you just don't know what you're doing. Like yeah. it's just like you just go through the motions, and then you're like, and then at one point, you're just like, what the fuck am I doing? What haven't we been doing for months? Like, yeah. And you have to start over again, figure out where, where you are and like where you want to go. And, and that gets so like annoying. so, that's where like Draining. crazy addictions and like really poor life choices. Like that's mm-hmm. a lot of it stems from all of that stuff that happened beforehand. It's so, it's just so much. It really is just so much. I don't know how we, we went from like personalities. Well, I guess it's all relevant to personalities. Yeah. Cause even being a flat earther has to come from your personality. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to talk about this week? Start watching anime? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me when Dan, Sis- Dan Sister's coming to us next week. And then mm. she'll probably start watching some stuff with me. So. Does she watch anime? Yes. She watches. She started watching like inappropriate anime that she shouldn't have been. Not like, okay, that's sorry. That could go like really not inappropriate. Like just stuff that has adult humor when she shouldn't have been. Right. <laughs> yeah. That could have gone not, not, sorry, not like the pornography route. But, like, she right. watching, like, anime that had, like, a lot of adult humor in it when she was younger, like, in, early, like in her early teens. And, like, Dan and I had, like, caught on to it and were, like, kind of watching what she was watching. Like, just stuff that, like, probably went over her head in the beginning. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. But she has, like, a couple of series that she watches that I think are in other languages. So. I mean, these, the ones that I sent you, I, I'm looking at the list that I sent you. I feel like they're all... They're all original. Did you text them um, to me or did you email them to me? What? It's on, it's on our Google Doc. Okay. I can remember how I saw them. Four out of the six are in Japanese, except a couple of them I think are also dubbed. Like English dubbed. Honestly, it's probably better off because me reading subtitles means that I'll stay awake. Yeah. That's why yesterday when I was watching anime and I fell asleep, I was like, I have to rewatch this episode. Like, I don't like. Yeah. To- if you fall asleep, you're done. Yeah. yeah. I'm done for. Yep. We should have an entire episode on sleep next time. On sleep? All right, I'll put on our list. Sleep. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like, my lack of sleep or my shitty yeah, sleep? Yeah, just like our tendencies, things that we, things that happen in our sleep, all those things. I can go on. I can, yeah. as someone that doesn't really sleep that much, I can go on about sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. I'm all about it. I'm okay. all about it. 
If anybody has any, if you're watching or you're listening or you're a friend of ours who comes on here for whatever reason, we love you anyway. Um, and you have anything <laughs> you would like to hear our thoughts on or you want to join in the conversation with us, reach out and definitely come on or tell us what you want to hear about. Um, mm-hmm. And talk about that too. Cool. That's good. All right, cool. Thank you, Gloria, so much for listening to this episode. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.